Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Welcome one, welcome all. It is a hump day edition of Titillating Sports. I am your humble host, Rick Tittle, coming to you from the very luxurious, plush, historic downtown San Francisco studios of the Sports Pile on USA Broadcast Network. The old KSFO is here. We got six studios here. What you got, what you get. And this building out here on Broadway and Sansom is a historic building because... The League of Nations charter was printed in this building. It was an old print shop. And also, this was the first time that I threw up in my pants. So there's been a lot of historic things happening. I don't know what that means. But anyway, we're here for you. And uh, Sports Byline was uh, invented to just talk sports. And a lot of the shows concentrate on one sport. And oh, what an intriguing, entertaining, fantastic job they do. Some of the shows have multiple hosts, and they're having such fascinating conversations, whereas maybe they don't want to be interrupted. And then a lot of the shows are just plain taped or rerun. This is live, baby. 907, downtown San Francisco. Plus, I cover every sport that you would like. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, quarter football, chess checkers, rugby, cricket, and everything in between. Somebody said, how about drone racing? How about calling me up and asking? What do you got? You're an expert in everything? No. Do you travel with the teams? I always get that. Yeah, I go on the road with the Warriors so I can do my show in Milwaukee. But I get it. It's kind of mixed together. And I, the one I love the most is, so you're a DJ. And I'm like, yep. Spinning them records. Whoop, whoop. Come on in. 1-800-878-PLAY. Big shout out to our troops listening both home and abroad on American Forces Radio Network. 500 outlets, 177 countries. Doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're proud of you. Keep up the good work. Tune in app. iHeartRadio app. Stitcher app. Twitch.tv. I always look towards Twitch.tv when I say that. Like, everybody's like, oh, there he is. He's looking at us now. And uh, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2, your cable provider. Scott Capurro, our friend the comedian, will be in studio today. And so many other fascinating guests, so you don't want to miss out. If you want to tweet at me, it's at Rick Tittle. Come on back, y'all.
And now today's rust-eating tip of the day, presented by Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tie rotation until you have a rusted-on wheel. Coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2x4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet, just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Free All. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Nap. Look for the silver can. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show the uh, Chief Creative Officer and Director of Falcon, that's F-A-L-K-O-N, which is a new creative company. I like this, born at the intersection of advertising and entertainment with a precision focus on sports, culture, and social impact. 
It is Dexton, and I got three choices. I'm going to go with the French. Debore, am I right? Uh, close, very close. It's Debory. Debory. All right, yeah. Dexton, Debory, and uh, Dexton, you've had so many projects going on, and uh, the best uh, best shape of my life. It's a Will Smith deal. It uh, just premiered, and you were the director, the writer, <laughs> the producer. Did you ever get a minute's sleep? Did you ever breathe during this whole thing? Uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. Well, I tell, did get some- yeah, tell us about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we, uh, we shoot, we did two a days, you know, from the time we started filming or about a weekend of filming, um, which is not something I've done since college. Uh, you know, I, I'm pretty religious about my training, but, uh, they, you know, they had a program, you know, Will's, Will's trainer, Aaron had a program he was on and, and felt very, uh, passionate about me jumping into it to really understand, you know, the vibe and, you know, the tribal mentality and everything that we were doing. And I was resistant to it, but, uh, cause I had my own thing going on. It's very personal to me, but, uh, I embraced it and jumped in and it really had a pretty big impact on me. What, what is the one thing that maybe you discovered once you said yes to it, that did have that impact? You know, I think that, um, oh, you mean in terms of training with, with the group? Well, you just said you're a little bit resistant and then it had a huge impact on you. Just wondered what you meant by that. Yeah, well, see, uh, you know, I, I didn't realize it until a couple of weeks into it when I, when I was training with the group and training with Will that, you know, when it, when that was proposed to me, I, why I was resistant to it was, you know, when it, it showed up later that I, that it, how deep it was and kind of impactful, but. You know, when I was when I was 13 years old, I was I was a chubby kid. You know, I was I was out of shape. I was overweight. I got teased a lot and ridiculed. And I, I had a pretty significant event happen where I was really horribly shamed. You know, for my weight. And I went home that day. I was 13 years old. I went home that day and I looked myself in the mirror, took my shirt off, and just stared at at, at the image of who I was. And I was in and kind of broken and in that moment something just clicked in me and I was like not anymore you know I'm changing this I'm going to change my destiny I I, this isn't okay for me and this isn't how my life is going to go and I went for a run and I ran and lifted weights you know every day actually since and it and it literally changed my life so when it was proposed that I opened that up to a group of people that I didn't know and do it as a group and you know share it in an experience it just was like, whoa, you know, that was like asking someone to, you know, to to, to go to a different church and, and pray to a different religion. Mm. Uh, that's what it was for me. Very interesting. So uh, a lot of people don't have those type of epiphanies ever. They usually have them as an adult, and pretty cool you had it at such a young age. Yeah, definitely. I was very, very, very blessed, and I don't know what I would have done had that not had happened. Different life, I guess, I would have lived. Well, you've gone from strength to strength, as we know. And tell us a little bit more about uh, Falcon, the uh, intersection of advertising and entertainment. Yeah, I mean, you know, (laughs) similar weight to that story is that, you know, I had a company with a partner for a number of years, and and we did great, you know, did really well. And we made a lot of special content and and, and had sort of carved a lane for ourselves. But the focus uh, wasn't as sort of crystallized, you know, wasn't, we did sports and we did culture and we did a little, so, little bit of social impact because those are the things that sort of mattered to me. But the company wasn't built on that or focused entirely on that. We did a lot of everything. 
and I was in the middle of making my first feature and having conversations that were quite life-changing, literally, um, in, in terms of the depth and the gravity and just the perspective, you know, that I gained. And coming out of that, I, 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 I was looking at our work and the things we were doing as a company and just realizing everything that is not, you know, in this lane is, is a little bit of a waste of my time and, and, and not, not in an egotistical or disrespectful way, but just I, I realized that I was put on this earth to tell certain stories, stories that had an impact and that, that, that opened people's minds and, and filled them with inspiration, ideally. And, uh, and I realized I, I needed to just focus on those things. So I left and started Falcon to do just that. And um, a book was born out of this? I'm sorry? A book was born out of this then? Uh, a, book was, a book was born out of best shape. Uh, or, 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 or let's say the other way around. Um, not, not for Falcon, but um, for Best Shape. While we were shooting the show, originally it was meant to be its own thing. Meanwhile, Will was working on a memoir, and um, at, at a certain point, uh, those those two very separate worlds just collided or or exploded into one another, if you will, as uh, as as people will come to find in the show. Uh, we're with uh, Dexton Debry, who also, we talked about the feature film Unbanned, The Legend of AJ1, which is on Hulu and other platforms, and then a docu-series on uh, John Morant of The uh, the Grizz. And um, what was that like, hanging out with him? Because uh, as, a, as a Warrior fan, he kind of put my team to the sword in that play-in series during the pandemic season. I mean, the guy... Whenever you're drafted that high, there's a lot of expectations, and he took to the NBA like a fish to water. Yeah, he really did. Um, you know, and it's, it's funny because when I first started, uh, you know, we had started in the summer uh, before the draft even. Um, and so for a lot of people, you know, I would mention it to people in passing or, you know, tell people what I was up to, and they're like, who? Uh, and, I, and, I, and I always smiled, you know, or laughed and thought, you know, okay, wait, you know, you say that now, but give it a year. You know, wait till the end of the season. You're not going to be saying that anymore. And, uh, you know, it was always a risk. It was like maybe, you know, maybe he injures himself, like unfortunately Zion did, or, or you know, or fizzles out or doesn't quite step up to the plate or whatever. There's plenty of things that could have gone down. And many of that, you know, people sort of posed to me of like, well, what happens if he, you know, doesn't shine? And I'm like, well, then that's the story. You know, mm-hmm. I guess like the, 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 uh, the uh, cautionary tale. Um, but clearly wasn't that, but, you know, to your, to your question, like he's a really special young man, um, a lot of heart, a lot of integrity, um, a lot of soul, a lot of humility, very team focused guy, even, even with his explosive talent and, uh, you know, and learning that that really was bred, born and sort of bred from his family, uh, just became really, really interesting. And I, I, I didn't know that entirely going into it. it was, I had a special feeling about it, but wasn't sure exactly how that was going to show up and you know it sort of revealed itself to to really kind of be a a character study and and even a family study Uh, but very very powerful last question for you running out of time here you've got so many forks in the fire tell us a little bit about the roberto clemente uh, documentary that sounds really cool oh yeah uh yeah yeah that was uh there's another director that that had come up come up with the idea and, and was down the road on it and done some interviews and got the blessing of the family but it's something that was the story that I wanted to tell for a while myself and it sort of toyed with it, but hadn't, hadn't really clicked into pursuing it. 
um, he showed up, you know, had a sizzle and a bunch of interviews shot and a vision for it. And, and we, we got behind it cause we really believed in it, but you know, it's really kind of illuminating, you know, Clemente's story. You know, there's a lot of people that don't know the depth of it and don't know, you know, everything about his life and the impact that he had on the game. And in a lot of ways, sort of paving the way for, for modern athletes to, to be activists and, and to really give back to the community. And he really started that at a time where it was a lot, a lot more challenging. Well said. Dexton Debris is our guest, the uh, founder of uh, Falcon. Make sure to check out Best Shape of My Life, which uh, just came out a couple of days ago. Hey, uh, thanks for coming on, Dex, and uh, let's catch up down the road. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, big big fan of the show, so thanks for having me on. No doubt. I'm Rick Tittle. we got open lines the rest of the hour, so come on in at 1-800-878-PLAY. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-That's 800-306-1760. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold.
gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you very much. Don't interrupt me, please. (laughs) What did I just say? Do you know who I am? must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Uh, what you got? What you get? Come on in. Let's get heard. We got open lines the rest of the way. Yeah, that's right. Uh, some interesting stories in the world of jurisprudence. And that's right, with the long U. I know someone who always gets mad and says, break its jurisprudence. I can't I can't say jurisprudence. That sounds too stupid. Like I know tinnitus is actually tinnitus, but I can't hopefully I never have it, but I can't say tinnitus. <laughs> it just doesn't work for me. All right. <clears throat> Are we back? I think we're back from the break now. But in the world of uh Johnny Law, the courts, we always keep an eye out for athletes who you know, commit the horrors of domestic abuse. And when you do that, you are rightfully blackballed. Most of the time. <coughs> Ozuna, <coughs> Houston, Jeff Luna. <coughs> but there's a bizarre case in the land of 10,000 lakes today. A woman is accusing Vikings running back Dalvin Cook of assault and battery, false imprisonment as well in a lawsuit regarding an altercation a year ago in his Minnesota home. This is from the Star Tribune in the Twin Cities. This report comes after Cook's agent, Zach Hiller, claimed that Dalvin Cook was the victim of domestic abuse and also extortion. So it's actually an Army Sergeant First Class Graceland Trimble, an ex-girlfriend of Cook's, who uh, filed, I I like the the official story, it says U.S. military sergeant. (laughs) U.S. military? Army Sergeant First Class Graceland Trimble filed a lawsuit that included graphic descriptions of violence and photos showing facial wounds. Jeez. Here's the other thing. There's times when there's bad radio, and then there's also times when you can't, you let the bad radio go ahead. What I mean by that was, when the guy said, I had a personal moment, and I said, well, it wasn't. And he said, I was so shamed when I was 13. You know, I looked in the mirror, I saw my stomach, and I said, this is not going to be my story. I changed everything. I changed my path. Now, it's bad radio because we didn't know what the shame was. But I'm like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so I, <clears throat> you might have noticed I let that go. Probably wouldn't have told me anyway, and it's none of my business. 
But anyway, facial wounds on Sergeant Trimble. Trimble's 29. Cook is 26. Trimble said, uh, he gave me a concussion, leaving a scar on my face and taking me through hell. In the filing, she said Cook grabbed her arm and slung her whole body over the couch, slamming her face into the coffee table and causing her lower forehead and the bridge of her nose to bust open after Cook became angry while she was collecting her things in the process of breaking up with him. That's very serious, very horrible. You might remember the the Quaim uh, Harris story where he basically uh, beat up his boyfriend and trashed an entire Japanese restaurant when his boyfriend put soy sauce on his rice. That's all it took. But yeah, this is a, a horrible story if it's true. Horrible. And a screenshot of a messaging app conversation was included in the court documents. The image includes a back and forth about fault between Trimble and another party, which she says is Cook, along with the graphic photo of her face. Now, Cook's attorney, uh, another one, David Valentini, the little Valentine, he released a statement um, which responded to the civil lawsuit last night um, that he had assaulted the woman. The, the statement said that last November, it's a year ago, Trimble broke in to Cook's home because she had stolen a garage door opener, assaulted Cook and maced him and maced two other house guests. So according to Cook's statement, she then displayed a firearm and forced Cook, along with his two guests at gunpoint, to remain in the residence for hours later before injuring herself when Cook attempted to prevent her from assaulting a guest. So what we have here, and normally I don't get into these things because they're ugly, but this one, I'm like, all right, I'm bringing this up. This is so bizarre. These are two entirely different things. You know, if you show, you know, your face and said, I was getting my stuff because we were breaking up and he got mad and he slammed my face into a table. And then you show the picture. Usually the guy said, that's a lie. I didn't do it. She fell down. She's crazy. No, he's got this whole other thing with two other people. And that, to me, is Cook's best chance of getting out of this. Is those two other people who said she broke in, she maced us, she pulled a gun on us, which is a felony. So <laughs> Valentini's statement claims that Trimble is now allegedly trying to extort Cook for millions of dollars. Wow. Civil suit claims unspecified monetary damages. Civil suits are common in domestic violence cases and assault cases because the burden of proof is lower and the evidence often is difficult to obtain. This is why, you know, it's called settling out of court sometimes. This is all the civil suits you have going on against Deshaun Watson But before the lawsuit was filed, Trimble and her lawyer attempted to reach out to Cook, the Star Tribune report. Now, the Vikings, what the hell are they supposed to do now? The Vikings say, quote, we recently received notification from Dalvin Cook's legal representative regarding a situation that occurred between Dalvin and a female acquaintance in November 2020 and led to an ongoing dispute between the parties. Upon learning of this, we immediately notified the NFL. 
We are in the process of gathering more information and will hold withhold further comment at this time. <clears throat> Look, when Cook came out of Florida State, he was the best running back of that draft. He was a guy who was going to be the next Roger Craig, the next Alvin Kamara, a two-way guy. And remember, he was out for the season as a rook before it ever got started. Well, he's healthy now, and he's been to two Pro Bowls. The Vikings, <clears throat> at 3-5, and five, almost beat the Ravens last week. They play the Chargers on Sunday. Cook is eligible to suit up as of now. Uh, Mike Jones, <clears throat> Mike Jones, Mike Jones, USA Today reporter, said that the NFL is reviewing the matter under personal conduct policy, and there is no change to his status. Head coach Mike Zimmer said that he didn't hear anything about Cook's status and that he's at practice today. So, <clears throat> anyway, that's a weird one. Here's another weird one. This is from soccer under the same vein. Paris Saint-Germain has a women's team. Almost all these big clubs now have women's teams. They definitely have them in the Premier League. But uh, that's the big club in Paris now, PSG. Paris Saint-Germain said today that their midfielder on their ladies' team, Aminata Diallo, was taken into custody by the police as part of an investigation of an attack onto her teammate, Kira Hamuri, which left Hamuri with leg and hand injuries. Diallo's 26, Hamuri's 21. Uh, this is uh, the part of the proceedings opened by the original police service of Versailles, and the club is now working with authorities to clarify uh, what happened? PSG says Paris Saint-Germain condemns in the strongest possible terms the violence committed since Thursday evening. The club has taken all necessary measures to guarantee the health, well-being, safety of its entire women's team. Paris Saint-Germain is working with the Versailles police to clarify the facts. The club is paying close attention to the pro- pro- progress of the proceedings and will study which action to take. That totally sounds like some <clears throat> you'd hear from a sports team here. But according to L'Equipe, which means the team, that's the big sports daily in, in uh, France. Diallo has been accused of a premeditated attack. They had masked men come hit her with metal bars right after the team meal. This is Nancy Kerrigan, Sean Galuli, Tanya Harding all over again. So this is after Diallo played against Real Madrid in the Women's Champions League because Hamuri was injured. See, Hamuri had her place in front of her. And what happened was um, Hamuri, who came over from Barcelona, she accepted a ride home from Diallo. Two men stopped the car, pulled the two women out, pretended to attack Diallo, and then beat the hell out of Hamuri. This is so much like that 1994 <laughs> Tanya Harding. I'm not laughing because it's funny, but it's just, did those guys get away with it? <clears throat> no, and that was 1994. By the way, Kerrigan got silver medal. Harding has a really good movie made after her. That's about, <laughs> that's about it. But this is, uh, this is not good. So uh, normally I don't uh, dive into these, but these were two bizarre ones uh, that I thought I would uh, uh, bring up. But, uh, yeah, you think, um, you think women athletes aren't competitive? I used to play co-ed soccer in San Francisco. In fact, we won the city championship with me as the goalie. Those girls, a lot of them that that I played with, they would punch you in the face. They are just as competitive. Rick, we already knew that. Come on back, y'all.
you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 And now today's rust-eating tip of the day, presented by Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tire rotation until you have a rusted-on wheel. Coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2x4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet, just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Free All. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Nap. Look for the silver can. Angie's list is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. So intoxicating. What can I do? Welcome back. Come on in. 1-800-878-PLAY. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY as the lines are available if you'd like to vent. Speaking of La Belle France, it is the French word for wind. Vent. Tous les vents. Je Sorry. Uh, so anyway getting back to the stuff 
the qualifying offers. Andrew Friedman of the Los Angeles Dodgers said that uh, he didn't want to insult Clayton Kershaw by giving him a qualifying offer because that would have locked him in had he taken it. Well, listen, the qualifying offer is $18.4 million, and we have a week left to see. Did they offer Brandon Belt the uh, qualifying offer? Did I read that? Not that we know. Uh, is Dominic in there? He would, anyway, we can check it out. But qualifying offer to me, is a fantastic thing. You get $18.4 million to play a season of baseball, and then you're a free agent after the year. You know, if somebody will give you a long-term deal, then maybe that would be some. They did? Okay, thanks, Daniel. Yeah, I thought I had read that. So Brandon Belt um, got the offer, and, you know, he had such a great season, and there were... um, there's, I was reading these, these stats on him, like uh, on pitches that were at least 94 miles per hour, a 82 mile per hour exit velocity, 36% whiff rate, and like whatever. He's 33 years old. He's hitting the market at a time when the market does not take kindly to old corner infielders, unless you hit 50 home runs. So I think that's a fair deal. He's made a lot of money. The Giants had a lot of faith in him when they signed him to an extension that you know, he was a high pick out of the University of Texas Longhorn program and really started paying the most dividends ever this year and then, of course, got hit by a pitch, broke a bone, and missed the playoffs, which didn't help the Gyros, <clears throat> who had their best season ever. By the way, congratulations to Farhan Zaidi, the uh, executive of the year, and uh, obviously he was going to win that if anybody was paying attention. But uh, I do remember... Two Scott Boros clients, and one of them was named Stephen Drew. And uh, the first year they had qualifying offers, he was offered one, and he said no because uh, he said, we'll get you something better. And then I remember the A's brought him in after the trade deadline for like a nickel. All right, it wasn't a nickel, but I think it was like 500 k That's the kind of thing where you go to your agent and back then, I think the qualifying offer was like 14 mil or whatever. And that's when you go back to your agent and say, can you make up the the rest of this? I got 500K, and you told me to say no to 14 mil. So I think if we've learned a lesson, if you uh, are young, go ahead and just sign that deal. I mean, Mad Bum signed through his Arbeers, and you, you know, you're, I'm sure the agent will say, how can you, I can get you, you know, $20 million a year. You're only going to get $3 million a year. It's like, yeah, but when I'm when this is done, I'm going to be in my mid-20s, then I can cash in. And then here's the other thing. If I suck, I'm still going to get $20 million. When I had Carlos um, Quinton in here years ago, he was in here with John Baker, and, you know, this is – we talked about him breaking Zach Granke's collarbone and other things. I mean, he's a former line, All-State linebacker in high school – and um, when he signed with the uh, the Padres, remember, he was traded up straight up for Chris Carter, the whole White Sox, D-backs thing. And then Carlos Quentin was almost the MVP of the AL when he was with Chicago. But he signed a free agent contract with the pa- contract with the Padres. And I said, you know, it's your hometown team. Uh, I get it, but do you really think the Padres are going in the right direction? Because they never were. Um, 
until just recently. You know, Preller came in and splashed all this cash and traded Trey Turner and Joe Ross and all this and, you know, uh, you know, basically trading everybody away. And then uh, just, you know, the stroke of luck, big game James Shields for Fernando Tatis Jr. But anyway, I asked Quentin, is this the, the team for you because you feel they're going in the right direction? He said, none of that had anything to do with it. Not the personnel, the direction, or my hometown team. I knew if I signed this piece of paper that my kids would be, and my grandkids would be taken care of. <clears throat> and I forgot what it was. It wasn't something, uh, you know, over a hundred million, but it was, it was pretty nice. And he was right. If I just signed this paper, when Tim Lincecum, of course, you know, the no hitters, the size, the rings, you know, the, the guy who won the Golden Spikes as the best college player and his hometown team, Seattle, passes on him. They draft Brandon Morrow out of Cal, who did throw a no-hitter for the Blue Jays because Linskin looked like the paper boy. It's funny, just as an aside, I did a Chronicle Live once at um, Willie Mays Plaza outside of uh, uh, AT&T Park at the time. And I, uh, Greg Papa was sitting next to me. Even in my IFB, I couldn't hear a word he was saying. But Tim Linsicum's dad... Chris Linskim was there. And during a break, we were talking about Linsicum's delivery, and I said, yeah, it's, a, it's such a violent delivery. And he goes, no, no, it's, everybody says that. It's not violent. It's quick. It's just quick. I'll give him credit for inventing a pitching motion and having his son uh, be that successful. But anyway, back to my point, Tim Linsicum was offered five years, $100 million by the Giants. Five years, 100 mil. I'm not great at math. I think I can do that one, though. $20 million a year. And he said no and came back for a year and then bounced around a little bit. He ended up making $60 more million before he retired. Now, Tim Linskim already was a multimillionaire before he was offered that, and he made $60 million, so no one needs to cry for him. But it's, if you're going to get a $100 million offer, I think you should take it, which is exactly what the Indians offered Francisco Lindor. Now, Francisco Lindor knows I'm worth more than that, <clears throat> and I'll get more than that, which was smart of him. But I was thinking of all the whole Lincecum thing. You know, what if he turned into Rugnet Odor, a guy who looked like he'd be a superstar, and then he forgot how to hit? What if he turned into that guy? So <clears throat> my original point, as I've gone down all these different paths, these streams of the Delta, is that this um, qualifying offer is something that I would grab with both hands and I would take to the bank. And outside of Kershaw Belt, Nicholas Castellanos of the Reds, all that guy does is rake. Michael Conforto of the Mets is eligible. Carlos Correa is not going to take it because he's going to get paid. It would be stupid for him to take it. Freddie Freeman, he'll either take it and then say, get me on the other side, or he'll say, Look, just give me a three-year deal and I'll retire. Uh, that's what I would think. You know, give me three years at 50 mil and we'll call it a day. Would he do that? I don't know. I'm not him. I'm talking for him. Just because he's been on the show doesn't mean that I know what he's talking about. Rasael uh, Iglesias of the Angels. Robbie Ray of the Blue Jays would be dumb to take it. Eduardo Rodriguez was just offered a three-year deal this morning by the Red Sox. We'll see if he grabs that. Corey Seager of the uh, Dodgers, Marcus Simeon 
is not going to take it. He just hit the most home runs in, in uh, second base history. And you could argue, think about the great second baseman in the history of baseball. You know, think about the think about Ryan Sandberg, you know, Frank White, these great uh, iconic second basemen. You could make a very cogent, intelligent argument that Marcus Simeon had the greatest year in the history of baseball because not only did he hit 45 home runs, which is the record, he won the gold glove. How can you do better? How can you do better if you break the record for home runs so offensively you owned it and then you won a gold glove? The only thing he could do better would be to win a platinum glove, which he's not going to win unless people are going to give it to him for the home runs, which they won't. But uh, So it would be stupid for Simeon to take that when he can really cash in. Uh, Trevor Story, that's right, tell the whole damn world this is bear territory. Uh, Noah Syndergaard, I just got a new one for my fireplace. They were coming out on the rug. Chris Taylor and Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander had a little showcase. Justin Verlander is not going to get that from the Houston Astros at his age, and he basically hasn't pitched for two years. So it can get a little bit messy, but I think the most um, the most logical guy to say yes would be Thor, Noah Syndergaard. He has pitched in two games since the end of the 2019 season. Remember when he said in 2019, I know my body, don't tell me what to do. It was kind of like the way, that's the way Trevor Bauer came into the league. And, you know, a first-round pick, what was he, third overall after Garrett Cole, his teammate at UCLA, he was taken by the Diamondbacks. And they, they, they couldn't stand him. He was such an ass. And they go, look, we'll just trade him to the Indians now. And it's like, just, just get out of here. Go. Hit the road. <laughs> and he said, and it's funny, I remember at the time I, I asked John Baker about that, and John Baker said, I actually respect that about Trevor Bauer because he knows his body. All right, but the thing about Thor is Thor was already an established big league pitcher, and then he said, I don't want the training staff touching me because you guys are going to mess me up, and then he needed Tommy John surgery. So it's like, all right, well, I don't know how well you were taking care of your UCL, but uh, now you had Tommy John. Plus all these other setbacks he had. Ooh, my leg, my shoulder, my elbow. Two games he has pitched. Now, the track record is a huge upside, yeah. But there's no way someone's going to give him $18.4 million. There's no way. So he has to grab that. He has to grab the qualifying offer. I would also think Rysel Iglesias of the Angels because relievers are always risky for taking that qualifying offer. Now, Iglesias will probably decline it because – he wants to get a Liam Hendricks contract. Liam Hendricks got $54 million from the White Sox last year, and he thinks he's worth it. But that's a guy I think that would definitely grab onto it. And uh, as I said with, uh, with Brandon Belt, it's an interesting thing. It's not the same as being franchised like in the NFL. Remember Julius Peppers called it modern-day slavery. I think slavery wasn't exactly the word he was looking for. I do understand you want to get the ability to be a free agent and you're the one guy who said, ha-ha, you can't leave. I understand the frustration. I don't know if that is slavery, but every man's entitled to his own opinion and woman. But uh, it's an interesting thing where um, 
you know, as I said, normally you should take it, but there are a couple guys. Obviously, you know, as I said, Marcus Simeon would be dumb to take it because this is the one time in his life he can really, really, really cash in. I don't think it's ever going to get this good again at his age. And even if he does this again next year, he'll be a year older and he's on the wrong side of 30. And then Carlos Correa is looking for $300 million. So there's no reason for him to stick around. He's one guy that would take a price cut, the hometown discount, to come back to play for $18 million. Everybody else, Trevor Story, I would grab that. Chris Taylor could be a guy that somebody will be so impressed with what he does when the bright lights shine. He might get it, but everybody else, just grab it. And run to the bank. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. You watch the news, be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the 
best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement Hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Sometimes when I'm driving on the road at night, I see two headlights coming toward me. Fast, I have this sudden impulse to turn the wheel quickly, head on into the oncoming car. I can anticipate the explosion, the sound of shattering glass, the flames rising out of the flowing gasoline. Right. Well, I have to, I have to go now, Dwayne, because I, I'm due back on the planet Earth. Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is, and he slapped his white fanny. All right, uh, I've got about a minute here in hour one. Scotty Pippen is a—I don't know—I want to say he's a bitter man. I don't know him, but he seems like he's bitter. He's good at selling books, though, because he continued his tirade against Michael Jordan the other day, questioning whether the flu game was that impressive. He was asked about playing through a back injury during the 98 finals against the Jazz. Pippen said he had a herniated disc, and if the, the series went to Game 7, he wouldn't have played. But then they talked about the flu game, and he said, I don't see many bad back games, but I do see flu games. Come on. Oof. <laughs> game 6 of 97, that was the flu game. Jordan scored 38. Uh, he said it was probably the most difficult thing I've ever done. Look, Pippen uh, went on the attack. He attacked Kevin Durant, Doc Rivers, Ben Simmons. He called Phil Jackson uh, a racist. Um, he didn't like The Last Dance because he said it was all about Jordan. But this book, Unguarded, Unguarded, it just came out. And we'll see how many bridges that he burns with this deal. It's going to move off the shelves, i tell you that. And I just helped it. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Inflation numbers were announced Wednesday morning, and it's not good news. Inflation has risen 6.2% in October when compared to October near the end of the Trump administration. This is the biggest inflation surge since 1990.
On August 25, 2020, amid the unrest in Kenosha, Wisconsin, after the police shooting of Jacob Blake, Kyle Rittenhouse, a 17-year-old from Antioch, Illinois, shot and killed two men and wounded another man in the arm during the confrontation at two locations. The prosecution on Tuesday rested its case after calling 22 witnesses over the course of six days. Can I ask you to stand, please, and raise your right hand? Do you satisfy the testimony about to give this matter be the truth, the whole truth, and that's for the truth, so help you God? Yes. You may be seated. Kyle Rittenhouse has taken the stand in his own defense. The trial should go to the jury very soon. This is USA Radio News. Awesome and amazing day. Hey, friends, it's John and Chelsea Jubilee, and here's my beautiful wife, Chelsea. Hi, women. I have a message just for you today. Every single day, we have women that come to us in pain, not physically, even though, yes, that is too, but in pain from suffering of hopelessness because they have tried every single thing to lose weight, and they can't. And they can't year after year after year, and they give up. They give up hope. They're desperate. They're in a dark place. But we have a light, a light of truth. Science is a search for the truth that is known. In our breakthrough science of intercellular hydration, ladies, you will lose 15 to 20 pounds of solid fat every four weeks. Go log on to our website. Look at the testimonials of real women just like you who were hopeless, but this changed their life. Check us out at EnergizedHealth.com. That's EnergizedHealth.com. Farm equipment manufacturer John Deere has been suffering with labor issues. Let's get an update on what's going on there. The president of one of John Deere's divisions says the company will be able to shift some production overseas if the workers' strike continues. The strike is affecting over 10,000 employees from production plants in Iowa, Illinois. The striking workers are not just in the United States, but are at plants in six other countries. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. On Tuesday, another concertgoer at Travis Scott's Astro World Festival has died and was declared brain dead after suffering injuries during the crowd surge that killed eight people. An estimated 50,000 people stormed the front of the stage last week in Houston, Texas. 22-year-old Barty Shahani, a student at Texas A&M University, attended the festival at Energy Park with her sister and cousin before getting separated in the crowd. Thanks for listening. It's well appreciated. We are USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. As Americans struggle with crisis after crisis from the current administration's policies, Republican Senator Tim Scott tells Fox News the reasons for Virginia flipping to a red state last week and Americans are starving for some good news. Happy warriors attract a bigger crowd. That politics is a game of addition. That talking about education is something that we as Republicans should always focus on. Having parental involvement is key. I've talked about the importance of school choice and education equality for a long time. He has run on those issues that the, that resonate with the average person in this country. If we were to win in 2022 and beyond, we're going to have to just talk plain English to our folks. And when we do, when we champion the causes that they believe in the most, 
we're going to be okay. I honestly think that America's hungry for some good news. I think America's hungry to hear the truth, that while we have an original sin, we are not a racist country. That fighting discrimination with discrimination is wrong. I think America wants to remember that the greatest dreams of our people doesn't happen in Washington. It happens in everyday places all over the country, on both sides of the proverbial track. I think just sharing that truth of who we are and the progress we've made and the hurdles that remain, I think it was at the right time. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the program. It is great to have you with us. 1-800-878-PLAY to get in. 1-800-878-7529. Coming up on the other side, we'll have San Francisco filmmaker Jesse Moss, who has uh, something coming out here in, in on Friday. It's called Mayor Pete. It's from Amazon Studios. Is this about Pete Buttigieg? You bet your butt it is. So we'll bring in uh, Jesse after a quick break. Also, Scott Capurro, one of my faves. And uh, he's been in here. He might have the record because he's been in here at least six times. I think he's bypassed some of our other buddies like um, Will Durst and uh, others. I hope Will's doing all right. I know he had suffered a stroke before the pandemic. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I'll ask Scott. Maybe he knows. <clears throat> he's at the, uh, the punchline as well. And then uh, also uh, an hour from now, we bring in at 11, 12 a.m. every day, someone from Against the Number. And we'll bring in uh, Ken Thompson, who will talk uh, college hoop as we're getting ready for, believe it or not, the beginning of the season. We already had some Midnight Madness and other stuff. Somebody asked me once, what's Midnight Madness? If you don't know, that's fine. (laughs) Midnight Madness is you know, there's a certain time when you can start practice. Otherwise, you're going to be, you know, they don't want the student athletes playing basketball year round. So it's like, okay, now you can officially start practice. So they start the practice at 12.01. 
And I remember when I was in college, Cal, I went to one of their Midnight Madnesses just for fun as I had friends at Cal. And uh, what they did was right at 12.01, they just lined up and had a dunk contest. It was fun. It got you fired up. It really did. It's like, let's just, you know, we're not going to do layups and drills and stretching. We're just going to do a dunk contest right at 12.01. So we'll talk to him a little college hoop. 1-800-878-PLAYS. We have open lines. 1-800-878-7529. Big shout out to the brave men and women in our military listening on American Forces Radio Network worldwide. The TuneIn app, Stitcher app, uh, iHeartRadio app, and Twitch. Come on back, y'all. When others treat your fries as an afterthought, all you're left with are cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's new fries are ones you won't forget. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy, or we'll replace them. We're talking natural cut, skin-on fries, perfectly seasoned with a hint of sea salt. In fact, they're even preferred almost two to one over McDonald's. These are fries so hot and crispy, they beg a new question. What would you like with your fries? Try them today, only at Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's, taste preference based on a national taste test by an independent research company. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra 600 you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Trade pros. Whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and same or next day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. Well, I might as well tell you now. You lot may all be internationals and have won all the domestic honors there are to win under Don Revy. But as far as I'm concerned, the first thing he can do for me 
is to chuck all your medals and all your caps and all your pots and all your pans into the biggest flipping dustbin you can find. Because you've never won any of them fairly. You've done it all by blooming cheating. Tittle was selected at random from the phone book to host this show. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show local filmmaker Jesse Moss. He's here in San Francisco and he has directed something which is going to be, I believe, a huge hit. Not to jinx it, but it already is. It's going to be on Amazon on Friday. It's called Mayor Pete, Amazon Prime. We will see it there. And, of course, about uh, Pete uh, Buttigieg and uh, also his, uh, his husband and uh, their dogs and the whole journey about being a uh, relatively small-town mayor to making a, uh, a very legitimate run at President of the United States and now part of the Washington, D.C. setup. Jesse, welcome to the show. This is a, you know, a, a mouth-watering topic of a guy who's so intriguing in so many ways. Uh, how, did, uh, how did this all come together? Yeah, well, Pete's landed on the national stage in a big way. If you were paying attention to the campaign, you know he did pretty well. But where'd this guy come from, right? He was the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. It's not the normal launch pad for a presidential candidate. But um, Pete, Pete, Pete was a rising star even in early 2019 when we set out to make the film. We didn't think he'd get far, um, but uh, he had a staff of four people small office. I'm not sure he had any money, but uh, he let us in and, and we had incredible access and that campaign really took off. Uh, and um, I think our bets paid off. Uh, we, we ended up with a pretty good story, not just of the campaign, but of Pete's relationship to his husband, Chaston, which is kind of the, the story behind the story. Yeah. I remember my friend who was following Pete, um, they were very, you know, they, they, they got social media and they talked about one dog buddy, his weight loss journey, and I thought, <laughs> I thought it was funny how they put it. And it's like, how's how's Buddy doing? It's such a you know a modern term, the weight loss journey. But you know, it, the, the dogs became stars. I mean, they really knew how to how to uh, uh, turn the screws in, in in the modern day the 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 millennial voters there. Pete was doing TMZ, I remember, and and just thinking outside the box, which any successful candidate has to do. You know, the old playbook doesn't apply anymore. You have to throw it out or ignore it, and. Maybe this documentary is a part of that playbook. The first dogs of South Bend had their own Instagram and Twitter accounts. I think that's where they were social media sensations. Um, Chaston himself, the, the, the candidate spouse, was, was on Twitter like being very funny and kind of defining his own political role in this campaign, too, and a secret weapon for Pete. Definitely um, uh, an unconventional campaign, and that was uh, exciting to see. I think it did catch fire super quickly. Um, and not just because the first dogs had a Twitter account. It's because Pete had a message that resonated with people, I think. And I remember going to Iowa with him, and the people who came out were not, like, you know, members of the queer community, not millennials. These were, like, older conservative white voters who were interested in his message. And and suddenly I thought to myself, okay, 
this might be going somewhere. Pete's going to slam the door shut on me, and I'm, I'm not going to have the access he promised. But he lived up to his commitment, and it got really interesting. You know, for me, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge politico, but I, I did watch a few of the debates. And uh, for me personally, Mayor Pete always seemed like the most level-headed guy of all the Dems. You know, he didn't seem crazy liberal, and he also didn't seem like he was kowtowing to big business. And my dad was a naval officer, and, you know, Pete was too. He was clean cut. He, he looks like he could be JFK's nephew. So the question is, how much did his you know, being gay, hold him back, you think? That's a, a great question. I mean, Pete articulates this in the film. He says, you know, to some people it was everything, and it, it, there was a lot of members of that community who came out to support him. But to other people it was a minor detail. They didn't even know, didn't care maybe, or maybe they cared when they found out. I think that he was making history in a way and always negotiating, and you see this in this relationship with Chaston in the film, like, essentially how gay to be or, or how, how to talk about the other things that the campaign was about, because he wasn't running to be the gay president or the president of gay America. He's, as Chasten says, running to be president of all of America. And I think that's a high wire act. Um, and I think that the, the film really, you know, I think Pete's challenge, obviously he's great on stage, as you say in the debates. He was really a, a solid debater, very comfortable, smart, but his challenge, in a way, was, I don't know if it was that he was gay and that's what held him back. You see, he had a real problem with supporting the African-American community. There was a lot of mistrust. Now, any new white candidate's going to have that problem. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for Pete, he had a police shooting to deal with during the campaign. But I think one of Pete's problems in the film, too, is just his ability to kind of emote, you know, like in the way that Bill Clinton could emote, right? Pete says, look, I'm not Bill Clinton. I can't do that. That's not my authentic self. And yet his consultants and Chaston are like trying to help him grow and push and be more vulnerable so that he can connect with people, um, not just talking about policy, but in, in telling his story. And I think that's one of the challenges that he's trying to navigate uh, as the campaign becomes more credible. Now, the first openly uh, gay cabinet member in the United States history, of course, Secretary of Transportation. Um, do you sort of feel like that? That you know, as as time goes by, and you know, I'm we're from the Bay Area, so we don't care if somebody's gay or not. I think you know, not to put us all in the same box, but I think most of us. But you know, the Bible Belt, Middle America, it's still quite shocking, uh, I think as well. But do you think Mayor Pete is you know going to be just kind of a DC lifer, or do you think he's going to make another run? What does he have any plan right now? Pete addresses this in the film in a way that I I I. I I thought made sense, which is like, don't underestimate America. You know, I mean, you would have said before Obama was elected, it's not possible. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, I, I think it's a great question. I think that, you know, what Pete's political future is, um, he'll have to, he'll write that for us. He's got a huge portfolio. He's obviously a really visible member of this administration um, and earning his stripes, um, managing the Department of Transportation with this giant infrastructure bill that just passed. So he will remain visible. Like, how's that going to cut in presidential politics if he runs in 24 or 28? And the fact that he's a, 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 an out-married gay man, I, I think he demonstrated pretty capably in 20 that, um, you know, were it not for some 
structural limitations that any new white candidate faces. He, and had he gotten a bigger bump out of Iowa, because remember those results came in late, and he, he nearly beat Bernie in New Hampshire, you know, would he have won? Would he have been the nominee? Who could say, right? But but I think that I tend to put my faith in America, you know, and recognize that what a lot of people want is just capable, good government, right? Like, we want politics that are not divisive. We want to find common ground and fix the problems that plague us, like whether it's the popple or climate change. And I think maybe what people want is to bring the temperature down a little bit. And maybe, like, the personal stuff, hey, that's your business. So... I, I, that's what I would say. I tend to agree with you. I think that the the extremism uh, on both sides is uh, it's just so old. And uh, I know you know there are sleeper cells and people who will always tie themselves to the extremism, both liberal and conservative. But I think most Americans are are quite fed up, and they would like someone, man or woman, gay or straight, to just be level headed and not worry about what they're going to tweet or what they're. <laughs> what they're going to do. All right, everybody should check this out. It's going to be a huge hit. It already has been at major film festivals. It's called Mayor Pete from Amazon Studios, and uh, it's going to be debuting on Friday. Our thanks to the director, Jesse Moss. Jesse, congratulations, man. Thank you. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. even recognize myself anymore i'm really worried about him his addiction i haven't seen him like this ever hey look i I never wanted to start using i I knew the drill but i was out of options i I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop i'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Mavrich has gone forward with Stewart to the right, Lineker and Howes to the left. Is Gascoigne going to have a crack? He is, you know. Oh, I say! Brilliant! That is schoolboy's own stuff. Oh, I bet even he can't believe it. Is there anything left from this man to surprise us? That was one of the finest free kicks that this stadium has ever seen. Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. All right. uh, Thank you for that. And lines are available at 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. You know, I like Philadelphia a lot. I never had to live there. I've just been a visitor there. Did my show there a couple times. But I like it because I like the history. I like the little narrow streets. Uh, just wherever where you look, there's something from the American Revolution. It really should have been where the capital was, but we didn't want one state to have a capital, so they created this thing out of clear blue sky called the District of Columbia. It's not part of any state. Get it? We get it. We got it. That's why people said, D.C. should be its own state. It's like, no, dummy. That's the whole thing. But uh, Philadelphia, <clears throat> by the way, this is something that, was back from ancient times in the Middle East. It was Philadelphia, which means city of brotherly love. That's what it literally means in Greek. And there are some people who say that the Philadelphia of historical lore never existed. But the pilgrims were like, hey, this is the new, this is Philadelphia. This is our city of brotherly love. But we know, (laughs) I like Mark Norman, the comedian says, I like Philly because it has a lot of stank on it. It does have some stink, and we know that they've booed Santa and other things, but <laughs> maybe the most well, maybe not the most welcoming fan base. But <clears throat> I thought this was funny. I bring it up. I preface those comments because there was a poll from U.S. Bets, and um, the Eagles fans were voted the most likely to start a fight in an NFL game. But there's something more important. 
they were voted most likely to win a fight at an NFL game. Huh. Now, Philadelphia, like I said, they threw batteries at J.D. Drew because he didn't sign with the Phillies after they drafted him second overall. We know about the Santa Claus thing, throwing snowballs at him and, and, and uh, booing them. But the one through five most likely to start a fight, Eagles, Raiders, Steelers, Patriots, Cowboys, most likely to win a fight, Eagles, Raiders, Steelers, Bills, Cowboys. This is a stupid poll, but this is a stupid show. <laughs> and uh, I, I think it's good fodder. I remember seeing uh, a horrible fight at Candlestick between two 300-pound Niner fans, but I've also seen more Raider-on-Raider fights than ever before. The most Raider-on-Raider fights I ever saw was against the Jaguars, the very last game at the Coliseum, the game they should have won. And I remember I was running onto the field. The only time I went onto the field after a game, and I was running next to Gardner Minshew, who seemed like he was five feet tall running next to me. But people were starting to steal everything they could from the Coliseum. And I saw so many fights because people were like, I'm stealing this. No, I'm stealing this. And Derek Carr went to the black hole where he was roundly booed. Um, you might remember when the Raiders were in L.A., they had some fights, especially there was a Steeler game there where put people in the hospital just because they were wearing a different jersey. I've seen some fights. And <clears throat> no offense to Philly, I've never been to an Eagles game out there. I've seen them in person out here. I, went to, I saw them at the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 15. They lost. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, I would have to put Raider fans at the top of the list, but I'll just tell you that this is not a list that you want to be on. This is not a list to be proud of. And it's a list out of clear blue sky. I get it. I mean, U.S. bets. What are they? The new Gallup poll. So say what you want about it. A USA Today U.S. bets poll. But it's not a list that you want to be proudly on unless you're a complete jackass. If you're proud to be on that list, then we are not of the same planet. Well, we are. It's too bad that we are. But we just think differently. Let's say this. That's not. You don't go to a football game to fight. You're an idiot. But I remember um, doing Raider postgame where Crabtree was taking wild swings. And uh, I said to – well, actually, I wasn't doing – I asked Jack Del Rio. I said, aren't you going to find – Crabtree, and he said, I didn't do anything wrong. And then people called me and said, you got to be a man first. I go, no, that's what a coward does. A man doesn't do that. Put his team in the hole like that, 15-yard penalty, and get thrown out of the game. That's what a little child does. That's not what a man does. But, you know, I remember, I think one of my favorite uh, things I've ever seen in a Raider game was I saw a guy swept out with the trash. What do I mean? I literally mean that. He was so drunk, there was a Raider fan on the concourse level behind the second deck, the first deck. He was so drunk that this guy was cleaning up with a broom, this big, huge, wide patio broom and the tight brushes, that thing, giant broom. And he was scooting trash, and he accidentally pushed his broom a little bit too far. He hit a guy who was passed out in the back, and the guy rolled like three times with all the trash. I'm like, he's literally sweeping a guy out with the trash. I remember at halftime going out and looking down and seeing a guy sitting in his own filth with like 10 cops all around him. (laughs) But there was a game, it seemed like we played Miami every year at Oakland in the late 90s, early 2000s. I remember there was a guy 
who was uh, putting mustards on, mustard on his hot dog in front of me, and he had a Miami jersey, Miami jacket, and a Miami hat, and his hand was shaking like he had, you know, like Michael J. Fox. No offense to people with Parkinson's, but, I mean, his hand was shaking as he was putting on the mustard. And, and he kind of looked at me, and he looked at me with fear in his eyes, and I'm just standing there, and I just said, has it, I said, have people been mean to you? That's what I said. Have people been mean to you? And he goes, <laughs> it's been pretty rough. <laughs> Shaking. <clears throat> My parents, when the Raiders moved back in 95, <clears throat> they decided that they would go to one road game a year. They did it for about four or five years. But they went to Kansas City one time. And, of course, you know, the Raiders got blown out like they used to at Arrowhead. And... um they were sitting with this nice couple, and they went, oh, you're from Oakland? And they went, yeah. And they go, oh, great. We went to a Chiefs game in Oakland one time. We'll never go back. That was the story where my dad was going to this famous steakhouse in Kansas City, and there was a line, and he told my mom, he goes, I think that's Lamar Hunt and his wife. in front." You know, the guy who started the Dallas Cowboys helped start the Dallas Texans, I should say, which became the, the Chiefs. And, you know, the Lamar Hunt Cup is the – major domestic award in this country for all league and non-league soccer team. Just a great patron of the arts. But my, my dad said, are you Lamar Hunt? And he said, yeah. And then my dad said, if you don't mind me asking, why are you standing in line? He said, because I'm no better than anybody else. Clark Hunt doesn't think the same. But this is, I think, is interesting. Which fan base would stop a fight? Top five, Seattle, Minnesota, San Francisco, <laughs> Cardinals, Titans. Which fan base is most likely to lose a fight? Colts. <laughs> now the poll said they this they did this in October. They interviewed 1000 men and 1000 females. The average age was 34. So that's not a- asking 15 people as they're walking out of a bar. 1,000 men, 1,000 women. Why is Indianapolis the team most likely to lose a fight? It's just, these are just people's opinions. But the Seahawks fans, they're the ones that would break up the fight. Then the Minnesota fans, then the fans in Santa Clara. Um, I actually don't think Niner fans would break up a fight. Niner fans are a lot more dirty than people give them credit for. They got some dirty-ass gang members at Niners game like you wouldn't believe. Cardinals there in the West Valley, Tennessee Titans, I don't know. I've never been to a Nashville game. But as I said, this is a list you don't want to be on as the team most likely to start and win a fight. By the way, the Raiders number two in both starting and winning fights. But uh, it's you also don't want to be on the list if you're the team. It's funny. I would almost think the Colts fans would be on the list of trying to break break up fights. <laughs> I learned my lesson when I was very young. I tried to break up a fight and end up getting pummeled. Oh, I used to get we used to get jumped all the time. Try growing up in Richmond in the seventies. Anyway, I remember I, I tried to break up a fight and I, you know, as I'm walking away with after being punched in the face twelve times, I was like, Yeah, maybe I don't want to do that anymore. Um but uh, yeah, Colts fans look away from the screen. <clears throat> so Listen, polls were made for exactly this, for some schmuck like me to go, hey, what do you think? Because for some reason, when you write something down, it seems official. 
And if some 18-year-old does writes an article on the Internet, it, it can get everybody's panties in a bunch because it's like, oh, look what this ah. It's just one person. That's all it is. But it's just public opinion. I And if you ask me what fan base is least likely to, to win a fight, it would take me a while. I wouldn't have said Colts. But anyway, let's move on, shall we? 1-800-878-PLAY. city streets to back roads from road warrior to carpooler there are some things you can always count on like the reliability durability and power of diehard america's most trusted auto battery no matter where your journey takes you count on diehard to get you started on the road ahead available at your local advance auto parts and participating carquest stores have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and 
I don't think I'm gonna go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. I do. Welcome back to the show. Lines are available. 1-800-878-PLAY. What do we do, Rick? You talk sports. The NFL has officially concluded its investigation into the Green Bay Packers' breach of COVID-19 protocols. The Packers have, this is according to ESPN. This is not from the NFL yet. But ESPN reports that the Packers have been fined $300,000 for violations of both the league and union protocols. And Aaron Rodgers and wide receiver Alan Lazard both have been fined $14,650. Both players are unvaccinated. Darren uh, Roval of uh, ESPN tweeted out that if you base the $22.4 million salary that Aaron Rodgers is getting this year and then you compare it to the average American salary, it's the equivalent of the average American being fined three hundred or uh, sorry thirty three dollars and eighty cents. Wow, that's not the way it works. But in case that you wanted it to work that way, <laughs> then yeah. So uh, Rogers, of course, we know was unmasked during press conferences, and the team didn't report that Rogers and Lazard went to a Halloween party. And the get-together wasn't sanctioned by the team. And the league said, you should have penalized both players. And they didn't. The league also found a few isolated instances of Rodgers and Lazard where they didn't even wear a mask in the facility. And uh, the Packers' cooperation during the investigation was taken into consideration. But the team was warned that future missteps are going to, they said, either lose a pick or move down in the draft. So in other words, you no longer get that pick, whatever round it's in, or you thought you were picking 19th, you're picking 32nd. Who knows? So Mark Murphy, the president of the Packers, who probably was hoping that nobody would find out, and uh, there's mud on his face, he said, we respect the league's findings and we recognize the importance of adherence to the COVID protocols to keep our team and organization safe and healthy. We will continue to educate the team regarding the importance of the protocols and remain committed to operating within the protocols. And this all, of course, comes to the blowback on the Pat McAfee show. And then Aaron Rodgers went back on the Pat McAfee show and we talked about that. He said, I do realize I'm a role model, blah, blah, blah. By the way, what's Pat McAfee's deal? He did the interview standing up with this horrible, like, weightlifting tank top. I don't know what his deal is, but <laughs> he's he's a little bit of a, let's just say that's his character, I guess. That's his deal. 
Um, we're also waiting to hear what happens with OBJ as we went through the um, went through the waiver wire, and all thirty the other thirty one teams said uh, no thanks. We're good. Um, the Raiders reportedly brought in Deshaun Jackson, so don't think he's going to be going there. But we also now, halfway through the season, um, trying to find out the projection of where we are as far as playoff chances. And some teams will get hot, some teams will get hold, most teams will stay the same. They kind of are what they are. But there'll still be several teams that'll surprise us one way or the other. Surprise us by doing great or vice versa. Right now, the projections, the computer projections at sportline.com have the Titans winning the South and the AFC, the Bills, the East, the Ravens, the North, the Chargers, the West, and the three wild cards would be Steelers, Patriots, Raiders. Now, the Raiders have a 48% chance of making the playoffs. This is from a computer now. These things change by the hour. They're not real numbers. But the Chiefs, Colts, and Browns all have a 40% chance of making the playoffs. So um, if you look after that, the Donkeys, 34%, Bengals, 28%. I like this. The the Texans and Jets have 0.0, Mr. Blitarski. The Dolphins, 0.4. The Jacksonville Jaguars, 0.1% chance of making the playoffs. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> But here's the thing. I spit on that computer. I give that computer the finger because the Jets and Texans have not been mathematically eliminated, so you can't say it's 0.0. You can't. I mean, yeah, realistically, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about chances. So the computer hates them. They're saying it's a mathematical chance but not a real chance. What? In the NFC, the computer says, in the West, the Cardinals will win. Duh. In the South, the Bucks. Duh. In the North, the Packers. Duh. And in the East, the Cowboys. Say it with me. Duh. The three wild cards, Rams, Saints, Vikings. Hmm. The Vikings' playoff chances are 29.5%. If you're a Niner fan, they're 23.9. That's the thing. Seahawks, Falcons, all in the 20s. After that, the Eagles, 16%. Panthers, 6%. Giants, 5%. Washington, 2%. Bears, 1.1%. And Lions, 0%. Now... The Bears at 1.1%. The Chicago Bears are 3-6. and six. What if they win the rest of their games? What if they're 11-6? and six? But these are what-ifs that the computer doesn't take into consideration. So just something to keep in mind. All right. Speaking of the finger, um, Eli Manning. Look, all athletes... Uh, have people that don't like them. Or as the kids would say, haters, haters going to hate. And apparently Eli Manning has some haters that have filed official complaints against him to the FCC. Three complaints 
because he gave the finger during the Manning cast. Now, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know about this until two weeks ago. That is it on ESPN Plus, I think, where you can watch the screen of the both the Manning brothers, one on top of the other, and then they talk about Monday Night Football as you watch it. It's an alternate way to watch the game. And I didn't even know you had an alternate option. And quite honestly, I'm not interested after two seconds of it. But on Monday Night Football, Eli Manning, uh, this is what uh, the suit says, used profane gestures that were despicable and unacceptable and fines should be levied. Young Americans should never be exposed to something like that. It was disgusting. The people who filed this, these three complaints, and use language despicable, unacceptable, and disgusting for the finger, those are the same people who think it's cool that American television can show people being hacked to death with hatchets, but you can't show a nipple. What's more harmful, a nipple or somebody being hacked to death with hatchets? Yeah. Another person said, Mr. Manning's actions are offensive to me as a viewer. It was also offensive as a Philadelphia native and sports fans. There was young children watching that broadcast last evening. Not there were, there was. So it all began when the brothers were discussing uh, Eagles fans with Chris Long on the broadcast. And Eli told the story of a young Eagles fan giving him the double finger at a game, and Peyton said, give us a visual. And Eli said, you're getting the double bird right away from a nine-year-old kid. And Peyton said, do it, do it. And he said, I would give the bird. I don't know. Can we do that? I'm sure you can blur that out, right? And ESPN didn't blur it out. So the Manning brothers apologize, but no other punishments have been put in place. But here's the thing. We're now in a spot, as you know, where outrage is currency. <clears throat> and if you can take a stand and make yourself look somewhat Homeric, heroic, I'm the one who will not stand for such things. You know, there was uh, Adrian Apolucci, who is a very dark comedian. She was, she put out a tweet saying, I wish the director of Doom had been killed by Alec Baldwin. That movie sucked hard. And someone said, how can you joke about that woman being killed? I'm going to report you. You don't know what jokes are. Well, this is the thing. It's a joke. Is it in poor taste? That's up to you. Um, yeah. It's kind of in poor taste. Did I laugh? No. Do I think she should be canceled? No. Here's the thing about how it works. It's sort of like a free market society. We buy what we want, and then we don't buy what we don't want. It's pretty, it's pretty cut and dried. It's not a complicated process. Comedians who we think are funny will go watch, and comedians that we don't think go funny go out of business and do something else. <clears throat> and so the fact that Eli Manning gave the finger on an internet broadcast, you know, ESPN plus or ESPN. Do- well, I don't know if it's the deuce or, or the Ocho, whatever. But the fact that he done secondary phase, he gave the finger and Peyton Manning was, uh, is that, re- if you, if you're outraged by that, you have a charmed life. I'll tell you that. 
By the way, my favorite double fingers ever was Rick Honeycutt, who I couldn't stand when he was with the A's. And he went to the Rangers, and it was a couple years after. I was in my 20s, and this was back when I could, like, sneak down right behind the dugout. I was working in TV, and my off days were, like, Wednesdays and Thursdays, and so I'd go to day games. And I came down behind the dugout, and Rick Honeycutt was coming off the mound, and he uh, was arguing with the umpire, and he looked back, and he said something to the umpire, blah, 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 blah. And then he looked up. And I went, you suck, honey cunt. And he goes, oh, F you. And he gave me two huge fingers. Now, if you did that now, you'd get 12 different people filming it. You know, I would start my own blog about it. I'm the guy who made Rick Honeycutt give. <laughs> you know the guy, and I've actually seen this guy at, at A's games and Raider games. I'm the one that started the wave. I started it. You know, they run around in front of you, that one section. Come on, everybody. Anyway, if the finger is the worst thing that ever happened to you, it's disgusting, despicable, and unacceptable. Uh, What are you, Encino, man? Did you just come out of the cave? Maybe so. I'm Rick Tittle. Stream of Consciousness continues. 1-800-878-PLAY. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching? What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man Pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift, so my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man Pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691-800-399-3691-800-399-3691-800-399-3691. Do you own an annuity? either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. 
Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? I remember how it all began. I used to sing dirty rap to my east side fans back then. I knew you couldn't stop this rap. No MC could rock like that. In the style came the bass guy. Don't ask Rick Tittle to bring it, because it already done got brought. Gotten brought in, y'all. Uh, hour number two coming up. We're going to talk to, um, against the numbers, Ken Thompson and Scott Capurro will be in studio, comedian. I was talking um, yesterday about the NBA letting them play now, swallowing the whistle, scoring's down, free throw attempts are down. Um... And then today, chiming in on that, is Damian Lillard. He said, I feel like the way the game is being officiated is unacceptable. I don't want to go too deep into it, so they make a big deal out of it. But the explanations, the S that's getting missed, I mean, come on. I feel like coming in, the rule change wouldn't affect me because I don't do the tricks that referees don't like. I don't do any tricks at all, but it's just unacceptable then the explanations and the remarks in return when you tell them is just like, and he shrugs, I don't even have nothing else to say about it. <clears throat> well, John Morant, the aforementioned, is the only player in the top 10 in the NBA in free throws that is below six foot six. The five players last season, Lillard, Young, Harden, Beal, Fox. Now, does that mean something one way or the other? Uh, last season, Damian Lillard got to the line seven times a game. Now he goes to the line three times a game. And free throws are hardly the only culprit for how he's struggling. I mean, he's only shooting 25% from three-point range. That's one out of four, obviously. I mean, he's even struggling on wide-open attempts. When he's wide open, he's coming in at 23.8. But uh, he's got some other issues. But I'll tell you what, uh, as much as I love Damian Lillard, uh, I'd much rather see this. I mean, basketball's the most stop-start sport of all time. And look, get a little flow going, man. Yeah, man, get some flow going. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. I'm by
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Inflation numbers were announced Wednesday morning, and it's not good news. Inflation has risen 6.2% in October when compared to October near the end of the Trump administration. This is the biggest inflation surge since 1990. On August 25, 2020, amid the unrest in Kenosha, Wisconsin, after the police shooting of Jacob Blake, Kyle Rittenhouse, a 17-year-old from Antioch, Illinois, shot and killed two men and wounded another man in the arm during the confrontation at two locations. The prosecution on Tuesday rested its case after calling 22 witnesses over the course of six days. Can I ask you to stand, please, and raise your right hand? Do you satisfy the testimony about to give this matter be the truth, the whole truth, and that's the truth, so help you God? Yes. You may be seated. Kyle Rittenhouse has taken the stand in his own defense. The trial should go to the jury very soon. This is USA Radio News. Awesome and amazing day. Hey, friends, it's John and Chelsea Jubilee, and here's my beautiful wife, Chelsea. Hi, women. I have a message just for you today. Every single day, we have women that come to us in pain, not physically, even though, yes, that is too, but in pain from suffering of hopelessness because they have tried every single thing to lose weight, and they can't. And they can't year after year after year, and they give up. They give up hope. They're desperate. They're in a dark place. But we have a light, a light of truth. Science is a search for the truth that is known. In our breakthrough science of intercellular hydration, ladies, you will lose 15 to 20 pounds of solid fat every four weeks. Go log on to our website. Look at the testimonials of real women just like you who were hopeless, but this changed their life. Check us out at EnergizedHealth.com. That's EnergizedHealth.com. Farm equipment manufacturer John Deere has been suffering with labor issues. Let's get an update on what's going on there. The president of one of John Deere's divisions says the company will be able to shift some production overseas if the workers' strike continues. The strike is affecting over 10,000 employees from production plants in Iowa, Illinois. The striking workers are not just in the United States, but are at plants in six other countries. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. On Tuesday, another concertgoer at Travis Scott's Astro World Festival has died and was declared brain dead after suffering injuries during the crowd surge that killed eight people. An estimated 50,000 people stormed the front of the stage last week in Houston, Texas. 22-year-old Barty Shahani, a student at Texas A&M University, attended the festival at Energy Park with her sister and cousin before getting separated in the crowd. Thanks for listening. It's well appreciated. We are USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. As Americans struggle with crisis after crisis from the current administration's policies, Republican Senator Tim Scott tells Fox News the reasons for Virginia flipping to a red state last week and Americans are starving for some good news. Happy warriors 
attract a bigger crowd, that politics is a game of addition, that talking about education is something that we as Republicans should always focus on. Having parental involvement is key. Well, I've talked about the importance of school choice and education equality for a long time. He has run on those issues that, the, that resonate with the average person in this country. If we were to win in 2022 and beyond, we're going to have to just talk plain English to our folks. And when we do, when we champion the causes that they believe in the most, we're going to be okay. I honestly think that America's hungry for some good news. I think America's hungry to hear the truth, that while we have an original sin, we are not a racist country. That fighting discrimination with discrimination is wrong. I think America wants to remember that the greatest dreams of our people doesn't happen in Washington. It happens in everyday places all over the country, on both sides of the proverbial track. I think just sharing that truth of who we are and the progress we've made and the hurdles that remain, I think it was at the right time. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. We got a full hour planned for you here in hour number three. Rick Tittle with you on Tittleheading Sports. We'll come back with our customary segment with one of the professional bettors at AgainstTheNumber.com. Today, it's Ken Thompson. Those of you listening in Vegas definitely know the name. Guy's been doing sports talk down there for a long time. Uh, also, <clears throat> Scott Capurro is going to come in for a couple segments, stand-up comedian, a good friend of the show. He's in town at the Punchline. You can ask him about Mayor Pete. Why? Just because I'm gay? We'll ask him. News from uh, the NHL. The Anaheim Ducks have placed their top executive, the VP and general manager, Bob Murray, on administrative leave. They call it it's a pending investigation for personal conduct. The Ducks said in a statement, quote, We recently became aware of accusations of improper professional conduct against Bob Murray. After internal review, we enlisted Shepard Mullen to perform an independent investigation. 
Upon recommendation of their initial findings, we have decided to place Bob on administrative leave pending final results. In the interim, Vice President of Hockey Operations and Assistant General Manager Jeff Solomon will assume the role of interim general manager. We will have no further comment until the investigation is complete. <clears throat> wow. This guy has been in the front office more than 15 years, and he has been the GM for, what, 13 years? This is a hockey lifer. He was the GM of the Blackhawks for a long time. He was the Canucks guy. Um, and he was also general manager of the year six years ago. But before that, like when I was in school, when I was in high school and college, this guy was just an intimidator with the Blackhawks. Murray played over a thousand games with the Blackhawks. So this is about as a big a name as you're going to get in hockey. And we don't know what the improper professional conduct was, but uh, we hope that uh, it gets resolved one way or another. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call in. We're not going to have a lot of open lines if everybody shows up, but uh, that's the number. And a big shout-out to our troops listening on AFN. Come on back. Fever is the leading symptom of COVID and the flu, and the only way to reliably detect fever is with an accurate thermometer. Be vigilant and be accurate with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Proven in more than 100 clinical studies, don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They are proven to be inaccurate and will not reliably detect a fever that might mean COVID. Be sure to seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Learn more at exergen.com. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. I need a tech gift my wife can use at home, the office, or on the road. It's possible with Staples Connect. I need a gift for the person who has everything. 
everything, including a super thoughtful daughter. Also possible, because Staples Connect has the innovative tech gifts your loved ones need to work and learn from anywhere. Like right now, save up to $50 on select Apple AirPods. This holiday, explore what's new at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Ends 1120, limit two while supplies last. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Ah, bless your heart. Isn't that sweet? Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Hour number three, coast to coast, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's eleven twelve out here in San Francisco. It's our customary time to bring in one of the professional prognosticators from againstthenumber.com, which is, you ready? Here it goes. A highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide from NFL to college basketball, soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year specialist-specific packages. Their prices are reasonable, their tracking and distribution process is simple, and their results are real. All right, joining us, and those of you listening in Vegas will definitely know my guest, Ken Thompson, and he's here to talk about uh, college hoop. It's that time of year. We got Midnight Madness. We're, we're getting it underway. Are you excited, Ken? Yeah, you know, last night was uh, exciting, just taking in a bunch of the games, and I always like to see some upsets. Got a few of those. Virginia going down at home to Navy. Uh, Southeast Missouri State knocking off a pretty good Missouri State team. So lots of, uh, lots of things, including right there in the uh, Bay Area. Cal losing to UCSD, their first Division I win ever for UCSD coming up from San Diego and beating the Bears. Yeah, Cal's not having a great run right now in their, <laughs> in their sports programs. All right, uh, the Zags, uh, the number one team again, and uh, everyone loves Drew Timmy, but the name that everyone wants to talk about is Chet Holmgren, and they played some school called Dixie State. I don't know who the hell that is, but no offense to them. It's still a D1 school, and Holmgren, seven feet tall, you know, 18 years old, uh, 14 points, 13 rebounds, seven blocks, six assists, and everybody already said, there's your number one overall pick. So how about the Zags, Timmy, and this kid Holmgren? Yeah, no doubt. Chet Holmgren is a lot of fun to watch. And they also have uh, senior guard now, Andrew Nemhart, who had transferred from Florida and was part of that team that made the run to the final last year. So uh, Mark Hughes got an outstanding squad, and uh, there's no doubt that Gonzaga will be one of those teams in the mix. Can they get the elusive title that they've been looking for? Not so sure, but, uh, yeah, Holmgren's a lot of fun to watch. Timmy, doesn't surprise me that he came back for that last year and, uh, you know, see how he transitions into the next level. I don't know how well he'll do, but it's going to be an interesting year. UCLA pretty good as well, and, and uh, they're right back. We saw the great and probable run they had last year. Uh, getting all the way to the Final Four. So uh, Kansas team last night that I was very impressed with, and they played without Jalen Wilson, one of their better players, who suspended for the first three games. But Ochai Baji, man, was outstanding. And then the transfer from ASU, Remy Martin, who actually beat Kansas twice when he was at Tempe. Uh, you know, he paid dividends early. David McCormick pretty good. Uh, Kentucky Duke, some good games. Rick, just a lot of good basketball. And 
you know, when you think you might have some downtime as far as college football and NFL and even NBA or NHL, my God, there's hundreds of college basketball games, seems like, every night now. Remy Martin was so curious. He was going to be a first-round pick, and then he went, never mind, I'm transferring. I was like, well, well anyway, <laughs> we'll see what happens with him. There are a lot of people who uh, just heard me say that Holmgren might be the first overall pick, and if you're a Duke fan, you say, no, no, it's going to be Paolo Banchero. And this is Coach K's last season. We know that. And this kid, Paolo Banchero, with a great name, even better on the court, six foot ten. Kind of a Zion type of game, and just uh, your thoughts so far. Yeah, no doubt, and he's got that frame too. So yeah, he'll be a load. And Kentucky found that out uh, last night. I mean, there's some really good players, and you're right. It is Coach K's swan song. So uh, we expect that Duke will get, when in doubt, those preferential calls they've been getting for the uh, whole tenure there for Mike Shashevsky. But at the end of the day, I expect the blue and white to be one of those teams that at least reach the, uh, the Sweet 16. One of the reasons that Gonzaga, because when I was at St. Mary's, Gonzaga was you know nothing to write home about, but they built that program. The entire city of Spokane's behind it, and then they started playing schools from all around the country and getting the recruiting up, and now getting those Jalen Suggs and Holmgrens uh, of the world. But they're going to play um, Saturday against Texas. The Longhorns are number three, and I'm sure for you, you already can't wait till the day after Thanksgiving because right there in Vegas. Gonzaga versus Duke. Yeah, I know. It gets good. In Texas, you know, with Chris Beard transitioning to the job that he wanted, uh, we saw him take the job, Texas Tech. I mean, UNLV can hold their uh, their head high knowing that they actually had Chris Beard for about 36 hours, I think, as head coach uh, over here in Vegas, but didn't pan out, and neither did Mick Cronin. But at the end of the day, uh, Kevin Kruger takes over. They're good friends with Kevin C. and Lonson take over. But, yeah, there's a, a lot of good, solid teams that are going to be you know, vying to get into that, uh, the, the big dance. And, uh, you know, a lot of these teams like Michigan and Purdue, and I mean, I look at the Big Ten and the SEC, I think this is probably the strongest I've ever seen the Southeastern Conference. And the Big Ten, they've got six in the top 25 as well. So those are the two Power Five conferences, Rick, right now that look to be the strongest overall out of the uh, five Power Five conferences. Yeah, you look at Arkansas and Alabama, uh, Kentucky, they're all going to be in there. Uh, uh, another thing, too, about, you know, because a lot of times these games in November get lost. We're watching football, the NBA, the NHL, and a lot of people don't even really start paying attention until after Christmas and then into March Madness. But I look at UCLA, and another one of my favorite names, Johnny Juzang, mm-hmm. 19 points in that win over uh, Cal State Bakersfield. And there are some, as you were talking about, good games early. They're going to play Nova on Friday. That is must-see TV. Yeah, no doubt. Just a more with a big game last night as Nova opened up with a route by whatever, 40 over Mount St. Mary's. And good to see Colin Gillespie back. If he's strong, Jay Wright squad, they'll be one of those teams there at the end, definitely inside the Sweet 16 Elite Eight type uh, run there for Nova as they should dominate in the Big East this year. It's not as balanced a conference as it's been over the years with Creighton being down and, and a couple of the other teams that normally are up there, not as good as they've been in years past. The other thing, too, is I'm surprised Baylor is still a top-10 team because they lost four guys, four starters, I should say, from that champion team. So I guess the uh, the, the depth and the recruiting, they kept it rolling, huh? Yeah, well, then still you have uh, a guard, uh, Flagler, that came back and Myers back as well. So, you know, a couple guys that came off the bench that, you know, were pretty solid, but there was depth big time there for Scott Drew's team. There's no doubt, and they were my play. 
going into the Gonzaga game on the money line. So that was good. That panned out. But yeah, the depth that they had last year was an embarrassment to riches, and it really forced guys that are normally in control of their game, like a Corey Kispert, to have to put the ball on the floor and try and beat you know, a, a quick guard tandem and then get inside. And their centers were good enough, kind of like the old Bulls teams back in the day with Jordan, whether it was Wennington or Longley or Cartwright. There was always somebody there to clog up space and just do their job. You know, when I look through the, the top 25 right now and, and – uh, you know, outside of a Gonzaga and a Nova, they're mostly these huge uh, schools that have big football programs, too. Except there's the Bonnie, St. Bonaventure. Uh, your thoughts on uh, them as a team getting a little love early? Yeah, and they struggled a little bit yesterday early, but then pulled away big time over Siena. Yeah, it's good to see. Out of the Atlantic 10, St. Bonnie's has been rather consistent over the last few years. So, yeah, I'd like to see the Bonnie's make a run. My dad was always a big Lanier fan back in the day, and and uh, Bob Lanier playing there for the Bonnies way back when, when I was a little kid. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's nice to see some of these teams from yesteryear, so to speak, that had pretty prominent programs get back in the mix, and we've seen that from the Bonnies over the last four years. Last question for you as a, uh, I don't know how much you put into the WCC because it's basically Gonzaga and everybody else, but as a St. Mary's alum, do they have a chance of, uh, because we know what Randy Bennett and the Australian pipeline, he's had a lot of good players. Are they the next best team in the WCC? Yeah, you know, because BYU, I'm not as impressed right now. I know they're, they're uh, a little banged up, but BYU two starters. St. Mary's got their whole starting five back, as does LMU, four back for San Francisco. Uh, Gonzaga's got just the two, but like you said, bringing in you know somebody like a Holmgren, uh, they just continue to reload. But I think St. Mary's can pass BYU up and get that number two spot. And I like Randy Bennett. He's always been a guy that's done a good job. And gosh dang, man, it's fun watching some of those late-night games from Moraga, man. The fan base is outstanding. Well, there you know. You can see why Ken Thompson is part of AgainstTheNumber.com when it comes to college hoop. And, of course, uh, people in Vegas know him very well. Check it out, AgainstTheNumber.com. Ken, thanks for coming on, man. Let's do it again. Rick, always appreciate it, man. you got a great show, and I just wonder, do you add to that little jingle that plays on your show every single week? You just add on another verse or two. <laughs> All right, I'll look into it. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right, we got right. Uh, Scott Capurro in studio coming up next. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever hey look I, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but I was out of options I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, I'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. 
Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind Knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. You're so ugly, you could be a modern art I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. Well, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. And with the precise timing of a fighter pilot, comedian and good friend Scott Capurro has just sat down in the chair. Could you get closer to being late? You're perfect. Do you know the weird thing is I thought I was running early, and... um, (laughs) But that's my life. You didn't turn the clock back? Uh, You know, I did. But apparently uh, a relative reminded me this weekend that the family is always prepared for for, for Scott time. Mm. I thought we arrived again in Sacramento on time. And he's like, no, you're 15 minutes late and lunch has already started. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Ex-school teacher. And so I said, "Um, yeah, the 15 minutes is good for me. He said, we know. We know what that's like. So apparently I'm always late. But I I feel like I'm always early. I don't know. You know? I find when you're on time, you realize how late most people are. That's a weird thing. Right. Do you ever arrive on time to, to a few things in a row and you're like, okay, no one's here. No one's ever here. Everyone's late. Well, because of being in over 30 years in broadcasting, 
if I'm not here, there ain't no show. Oh, right, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, but I was yeah. thinking about Scott time. Is that what they mean by getting away scot-free? Yeah, uh, maybe something like that. I think what, what they're thinking is, that, like, uh, you know, like dry queen time. They call it dry queen time. Like, you know, you're always kind of on your own schedule, and you're assuming everyone's going to just play along. But uh, also, <laughs> all this stuff happened this morning we didn't expect. Our, our stove blew up, and my landlord showed up to fix it. And <laughs> we've been lighting it with a bic. Because the little tick, tick, tick thing wasn't working. Oh, yeah. And so he said, then he, what, what effing person uses a bic? I'm like, I don't know, poor people living in a studio. I've singed all the hair off the backs of my hands over the last two weeks trying to light the stove top. So he came in to fix it and took the whole thing apart. We weren't expecting that, my husband. And we kind of lost track of time. I'm mm-hmm. sorry about this. You, the thing is, I, I should be able to operate my own stove um, or repair it. I feel like I, I, I have to say, it's not his fault or responsibility, but my landlord did make me feel like I wasn't up to snuff in the masculinity department. (laughs) Well, there are certain things where, like, if a guy can't change a tire, then I think you should give back your man card. But fixing a stove, that's dangerous, especially a gas stove. Kind of. I thought so, too. And we'd been, you know, accommodating it. We'd been, again, using a BIC. And um, we've been trying to, you know, cook our Ayurvedic dishes. Mm Um, as best we could, I can't change a tire either. But but my, <laughs> as you say, but my husband can, which is one of, one of the many myriad reasons I married him. You no, know, you know, there's a lot of things uh, that um, uh, I can't do that I should be able to do. Like I sometimes hang out with friends, and I see all the stuff there. Talents lie in so many different areas. They grow their own vegetables, or they can pitch a tent, or I don't know. They they know how to do all. Like they take they take stuff apart, you know, or 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 they they buy used mechanical equipment on on online and repair it, make it look fantastic, and then sell it again and make money. Or, or, or they find old furniture on the street, and then they have a workshop. A workshop in their home mm. that they move the furniture and then they make it look beautiful. I, I really like that. Someone who can take something and recycle. So many people just want new stuff, you know. In fact, I have a butter dish in 1930s, if anyone's looking for one. Depression era, brandy colored ceramic butter dish. Wow. I'm trying to sell on Facebook. That weirdly, or Craigslist, that oddly no one wants. And I keep lowering <laughs> the price. We're down to $30. My husband's like, well, you just leave that thing on the street, please, or just throw it away. Mm. I keep moving around the apartment. It collects Maybe Antiques here. Roadshow will find something. Maybe. You, and maybe there's a life that we don't know about with this butter dish. Maybe if they peel back some of the, I don't know, the, mm. you know when they do that on the Antiques Roadshow sometimes? They, right. Yeah, it could be something. Let else. me ask you this, Scott. Are you one of the people who thinks <laughs> when you move a couch to the street or yeah. a dresser or yeah, a yeah. baby bed and just write free, yeah. are you doing your fellow citizens a favor or are you a lazy ass who won't go to the dump? Well, I think, you know, I, I think that it's both, or as the kids say, both in the urban uh, <laughs> lexicon. I, you know, I think, look, um, I, I don't mind it when someone puts something in the street that's, that they've washed. In, in my name, maybe it's all the same. People dump, oh, someone yeah. put a fish tank on the street. And our building, sadly, happens to be right near a bus stop. And oddly, people use bus stops to dump stuff at because there's a pole and people wait there. I don't know. <laughs> and we get all sorts of things. But a, a dirty fish tank with mold and mud, you could have rinsed it out. Yeah. And uh, we do get all sorts. But I think if you leave it there and it's clean and it's useful and it's it's after a day or two it's still there and that you should move it yourself. Yeah. I think 90% of the time, just go to the dump, you lazy ass. But if you're yes. right, if you have something that 
You know, I, the other day I was jogging and I saw an office chair and I didn't need one, but it was so nice. Yeah. I almost felt like taking it. Like, that's the kind of thing. My husband does that sometimes. Yeah. It's yeah. like, th- this is free. And I'm like, well, this is actually something good. And then I wonder, you know, who defecated on it. And, yeah. Yeah. Know, and who, who gave birth. Who got stabbed on it. And... Yeah. Who, who, who's, <laughs> whose diaper didn't work on it. So for you, yeah. I know you live in London too, right? Yeah. Sometimes. So how has that been with the pandemic going back and forth or not going back and forth? It's been all right. Um, <clears throat> our flights have been fine. They've been... Uh, actually, more on time than usual. Cause but being allowed in, flights. though. No, it's fine. Uh, you know, um, on this trip, the only times we've had a hard time is in San Francisco at SFL. Really, it's the only airport that's ever, um, well, Dallas did once. Mm-hmm. But did you th- tell them that you hold the key to the city and don't you know who I am? I, th- I thought they, they knew. There's a restaurant in the marina named after me or the Ghirardelli Square. But, um, and hello. That's right, Scott's. Yeah, no, and Caparro's. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, we, my husband and I have, have global entry, so we were really surprised on this trip because they, they, they put us in a cage. They separated us. It's never a good idea when they take your passports. And one of those things you used to, when you used to rent a, a DVD and they had a little plastic box with a lock on it. Sure. Never good when they take your passport, separate them, but put them in boxes like that. Wow. I'm like, what are you doing? What? She said, we're separating you two. Why? It's about COVID. It's about COVID. You go over there. They told me to go collect our luggage. He's going in there. And they interviewed my husband for like an hour. It was really tense because I said to two other guys, immigration guys, I said, uh, can I maybe see my husband? Because No, they're probably sending him back. I'm like, back, what? Back to the, what? The, the UK? Why? Yeah, maybe. That happens sometimes. I have no idea. It was fine in the end. They let him go and it was all fine. And, um, but I think maybe they were bored that day. It was quiet. We were really excited because it was quiet. We thought, oh, we're going to zip right through. We're going to be home in a half hour, you know. And um, it's our first time to use our global entry together. But I think also uh, the COVID thing has added a layer, uh, another layer of uh, complication. Although we were both tested and fine and all mm-hmm. that. And ironically, I got COVID after I passed through there. I've had COVID since we've been back here mm. on this trip. And um, that's strange. It's really reminding me of HIV and AIDS because um, – well, that pandemic was better designed, obviously, than this one, but uh, much more difficult to cure, I guess, because the heterosexual community hasn't leapt at that to fix it like they did this one. But um, but they fix this one real quick, right? Because grandpa might kick. What if grandpa's gay and he kicked the last time? But anyway, they fixed it, and the gays are fine with that. But um, also, the last one, the pretty ones died. This one will take anybody. No discretion, right? Straight people have no boundaries. I, I'm just saying that... I, I was fine and fine and fine. And then on this trip, weirdly, I think it happened at a comedy club in the green room. That's the only place I can imagine it happened. Which opener gave it to you? Uh, <laughs> well, since since I tongued three that night, I'm not sure. But um, uh, <laughs> but that's what they got to do if they're winning on the stage. You got you got to tongue the headliner. But no, um, uh. no, I I don't know. It would have been any of those those dirty scum little petri dish opening acts. You know, sell their soul for five minutes. But yeah, it was weird because mm-hmm. I, I was at home baking banana bread, as you do. Um, yeah. I had bananas left over. You know who else did? America. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all love it. And um, yeah, they did. And, uh, I, 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 and I was filming it for the IGTV because I'm trying to sell tickets for all my 18 fans that were watching me make <laughs> banana bread. Um, and I started to have a cough and I wanted, and I thought, and I knew right away what it was. And I watched the film since then. And it's me like saying, oh, God, the dust in here. I've got to clean that oven. And I, I remember thinking, this feels weird. Mm. This feels weird. It doesn't feel like a normal because I don't get sick. 
and then that night I went to bed and I woke up the next day, I felt like I'd been run over by a truck. It wow. was really hit me fast. And then I was super sick for about 12 hours and then it went away. Wow. Yeah. Double effects. I mean, I guess that's why. And you're thin and healthy. Probably helped. Yeah, I guess. Although, you know, you've read these stories, haven't you, about people who didn't seem ill at sure. all? Sure. Yeah. And then... Um, well, a couple of professional athletes who were in their 20s and in better shape than us, they thought they were at death's door. You don't yeah. know. You know, what kind, of, it, what kind of bat you eat. And then it doesn't kill Trump. So weird. Because uh, <laughs> he's a mess. And, yeah. Or my dad, who's 86 and hasn't gotten anything. It's so unfair. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I had to, I I did I I did cough on this lazy boy, but it, he's still fine. And um, a guy, not a chair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's a funny thing too because I really thought that I'd been extra careful, but then when you think about the things you've been doing in the last few weeks, right, you realize you never yeah. got a bit lazy about it. Maybe. Yeah, and when I got vaxxed, I let my guard down. I, I was you know yeah. totally loyal masker, and then I got vaxxed. I'm like, I can't you know. And plus, we had a little. Uh, Pax Romana there for about a month where everyone yeah. said you can take off your mask. Yeah, 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 exactly. We're in studio with Scott Capurl, and uh, maybe I didn't bring it up. He is at the Punchline. He's got a uh, show tomorrow and through the weekend, and uh, we'll talk more with Scott on the other side. Come on back. non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. 800 685 That's 800-685-2080. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> but seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. 
Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars calling AIS Insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Syndicated out of San Francisco nationally around the globe on AFN. Scott Capurro, our good buddy, stand-up comedian. He's at the punchline, uh, as he has been many times over the decades. And uh, he'll be there tomorrow and uh, through the weekend. And we were just talking during the break, Scott, about saying the wrong thing on on stage. And uh, even someone as accomplished as you, we know that uh, outrage is currency. I was just talking about... Uh, Eli Manning gave the finger on the internet and people were saying this is a despic you know they're going out of their way to make this a, a you know to to get him canceled and uh, you know this is the same country where I was saying on TV you can show somebody being hacked up with an axe but you yeah. can't show a nipple <laughs> yeah you can't well yes and and also I still think that thing that happened to Ms Jackson that seems to have changed <laughs> I didn't even uh, think about that. It seems to have changed radio intelligence so much. I still think that had to do with her being African American, as well as everything else. Mm. But yes, you're right. There, we have weird boundaries around what we will and will won't tolerate. And you know, I we were saying I was just in the comedy club at an, uh, a new material night the other night and um, met some younger comedians. When I say younger, I mean like much younger because I keep forgetting how old I am like three decades younger than me and they want to know how do you get work in the UK because they have you know awareness that I work in the UK and Europe a lot and I told you what I said to them which was you write punchlines you write some jokes that will get you far because uh, you go to London and you try to do these journey things you got going up there and people here are nice about all that because I don't know what it is but in the UK you rush forward with the jokes because with an American accent, already they're angry, and they will they will boo you off so fast. <laughs> it, it's like it's like why we, I used to, I host um, the Gong Show at the Comedy Store a few times, which is this brilliant thing they do once a month where they mm-hmm. test out new comedians to give you a chance no, to get I a love spot. The store, yeah. It's fantastic, and in, in London the one is amazing, and uh, it's one of the best clubs in, in the world. And if you if you walk up. If you have signed up months in advance, you've waited for this. If you walk up there with a ukulele, that's you're off. <laughs> 
Tiny they will yell Tim. the c word at you and get you off stage <laughs> so fast because they they want to see jokes. They, they, yeah. you, to them, that's a crutch. I think I think as much as a journey story is, you know, I don't. It's, I think it's, I always think of Picasso, who obviously one of the greatest artists of all time, and you know, his early work was beautifully manufactured and and manicured. It was the kind of etch, etching or drawing or painting you expect from some from a good artist. It's clear. It's concise. It's obvious. It's blatant. Whereas his later stuff, the cubism, right, all that was because he'd he'd mastered all that. Mm. You know, it's like when you hear Ella Fitzgerald sing a Gershwin, and the first she'll repeat the verse twice, and in the first verse she'll sing the melody as written, and in the second verse she'll sing the melody as she'd like to hear it. But at least she gives respect to the music writer, and she shows you she knows what she's doing. When you're doing stand-up in the UK or Europe, you better do the first... It, the first thing you want to do is tell a really good joke, or three in a row, so they can see you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But when I watch what I'm seeing now here, and I'm not an old man shaking my fist to the moon, I go to these comedy shows to see what's going on, because I don't want to fall behind. Right. And I know comedy changes all the time. It's my job to keep up. But what I do see a lot of is the, the comedian putting the responsibility of the show in the lap of the audience. Like... I'm going to let you discover how I'm funny. Mm. I'm going to kind of rattle on and on and let you figure out where the jokes are. Now, I, as an audience member, I find that offensive. I don't find offensive material offensive. Right. I find um, patronizing material offensive. Yeah. Or, or the idea that the comedian is the most important person in the room. Now, you are for your, for your 5 or 10 or 20 or hour on stage. But you, but you have to show why that is why mm-hmm. you're worth that time. And, you know, that's what I find offensive. When people say, do you get, ever get offended? I get offended when a comedian is on stage telling jokes they've been telling for 20 years and they're bored and their arms are crossed. Uh, there are so many comics waiting, so eager, like we said, they're waiting six months with their ukulele to get up there. Give them a chance. Just get off stage, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I, I do worry that that, that sort of Thing changes an audience's mind about what they should and shouldn't be laughing at. You shouldn't be worried about what you should and shouldn't be laughing at. You should be laughing. Right. I think it's interesting too. And we were talking about a, a guy we're both a fan of, Daniel Sloss. You know, the genius. Yeah. The telling of the story, and you have to really be able to pull that off. And you know, that's what kind of like what Netflix is looking for these yeah. story based things. Yeah. But the the term joke writer, I think, has really come up in the last few years. And I thought, well, aren't they all joke writers? And yeah. it's like, no, it's like you know. Sam Morrill, Mark Norman, prolific joke writers, yeah, yeah. boom, boom, boom. And, you know, Mark told me if there's a second where I'm not getting a laugh, I panic. So he goes, how can I tell an eight-minute story with no laugh, you know? You know, I was just talking to uh, uh, Ron Vai, who's a great comic who works for The Punchline. We did a little podcast about my, my weekend there coming up. And he said the same thing. And I feel the same way. If I'm on stage for and 20 seconds have gone by and I haven't gotten a big laugh, I start to sweat. I can feel a, trick, a trickle of sweat coming in the my back. But, but maybe that's because I'm, I'm a hack or I'm old school or, or I'm a dinosaur. Maybe, maybe I should relax. And I, but I think it, it depends on where you are. If you're playing the Edinburgh Fringe in Scotland every every August, the, the that audience expects something a bit more theatrical. I think. I mm-hmm. mean, they'll respond well to an hour of great jokes. But if but if you then decide to, if you're established and they they've seen you do that, and you then decide the following year, maybe or three years down the line, to tell a story about your father's alcoholism or his death or or your family's, I don't know, mm-hmm. whatever, and um, or your divorce, and, and that is different for the audience. They might enjoy that difference too. But I just think you need to, uh, if, you're, if you're an entertainer, then be that, I think. Yeah. You know, uh, so many people got, com- comedians got caught up in the Twitter world 
or the social media world about this Me Too stuff or about what's going on now socially, mm -hmm. elections and all that. And I think that's all fine if you want to write jokes about it. But don't lecture me about it. You know, I don't know if you know, but there was a direct, there was a, a great filmmaker, um, uh, the guy who directed and, and, uh, uh, Monty Python, Terry Gilliam, mm -hmm. and he was hired to direct a production of uh, a Sondheim musical in London at the Old Vic. And um, the Old Vic has had some problems in the last 10 years. They had an artistic director named Kevin Spacey who, who fell into some problems. And I think they're quite cautious because of that. And... Uh, Terry's a genius. Mm -hmm. I've worked with him. I, I'm the only briefly. American there, the, the guy who did all the uh, yeah. artwork. So fantastic. Mm -hmm. And such a lovely man to work with, too. But um, he, he'd had an opinion about the hashtag MeToo stuff and, and voiced it recently. And because of that, he was fired from the gig. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, find, I find all this very dangerous. It is. It's I mean, like book burning. The, to me, yeah. it's the choking conformity. Yes. And let me give you an example in the sports world. We had um, this uh, first-round pick. I brought this up before, but the first-round pick of the 49ers, Nick Bosa, a couple years ago. He was brought in, and the first thing they did at his introductory press conference was he had to apologize because when he was in high school, he said, boy, that Kaepernick's a clown. And he had to apologize. Why? Because that's not how we think out here. So well, he, I mean, what, what, the, what is the word clown in terms of people's... It's just that he, it was disrespectful. So now I don't think Kaepernick's a clown, but I want the right to be able to say that. It's like if you went somewhere like that they love Trump and it says when you were in the eighth grade, you said Trump was an idiot. You better apologize. Like, where are we now that it's like if you're going to play in San Francisco, you can't hold this opinion. I'm like, well, it's just it's a stupid tweet. And so he did. He didn't want to go off on there. He goes, hey, look, I'm really sorry I said that. I was young and I, I don't think that way anymore. He didn't say anything. He just said, boy, that Kaepernick's a clown. He's entitled to his, I don't agree with him, but he's entitled to his opinion. It's that conformity, everyone must think the same, oh God, this or scares, you're, this scares, you're canceled. scares the hell out of me. I'm so afraid of people not telling me what they think. That's my biggest fear, is that I'm the guy, when I leave the room, people actually say what they feel when I'm out of the room, or, or that they never do, and it surfaces in some other weird way, like, Oh, I've had I've had people, you know. As you get older, you you tolerate less less BS, right? And you, I think also your 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 ears become perked to more garbage. Like you can sense when people are BSing you. Mm -hmm. And I've I've been, I've been the, not the target, but I have felt, oh, I felt the result of that, of where they haven't told me for so many years what they really thought. And that's Can so, you give us an example? Oh, it's so painful. I have a very close friend, and she and I didn't. We we stopped talking over an argument we had a few years back, and then we were very close. We'd grown up together, you know, went to high school together, all that. And um, I noticed since I was very young. Anyway, then we, we reunited. Around uh, uh, my mother died, and she came to the funeral, and we reunited. And I was at their house recently, a few weeks ago, because I had a show near them, and. By the way, this is a Daniel Sloss joke. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I have to say, you know, the <laughs> Sorry last time I saw Sloss, his back was turned to me, and I thought, what a lovely lady. Um, <laughs> he's got the best bottom of any comedian. But anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, so she, your mom, unfortunately, <laughs> passed away. She, yes. You re, back to my mother. Reunited. I had a good one, too. But anyway, um, yes. And uh, she, she, I was at their house for dinner, and she, I feel now I have to monitor my, my responses around people. 
And I do. And I, and she wasn't that night. And she said a couple of things. Where I was like, wow, that's really, really offensive. <laughs> then they came to the show, comped, which you got to be careful with comps. They're always the worst audience. Mm-hmm. And hey, I laugh. I'm comp. And um, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're an entertainer that you're well behaved. And um, right. and and afterwards, she's like, "Were you okay up there? Were you okay tonight?" Because she said, "I know you had COVID. Are you are you back? Are you back? Or are you anxious and nervous?" This was after the show. Yeah. All you have to say when you see a performer, can I tell people out there, is just say, "Good show." Yeah. Can I buy you a drink? That's your job as a comped audience member. It's not yeah. much. She got in free, and she got that passive aggressive. Uh, wow. Uh-huh. And you know, you can't ask the husband because he behaves as he's meant to behave because <laughs> he does not want to not be spoken to for a week or you know right. have his favorite food. He hidden. has to drive her home. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I don't. She, he doesn't want me. He doesn't want. Yeah, that conversation in the car on the way home. So yeah. Um, uh huh. And I thought, wow, you've been angry at me now for years, and you're not telling me why, and this is how you do it. This is why. Just tell me. Just tell me what you think. You didn't like the gar- act? It was garbage? Just say that. Yeah. You, you don't want to see my show live? Just say that. Don't come if you don't want to be there. Right. You, know, you don't like effeminate men? Just tell me that <laughs> when we're eight. <laughs> so I can curb it 50 years back instead of uh, hearing it now uh. when I'm 58. <laughs> It's really. We're going to take a break. We're going to close out. You got three more minutes in you? You got. Are you kidding? It's Scott Capurro. He could talk all day. <laughs> I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. So, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. All right, just a couple minutes left. And uh, as you can tell, I could talk to Scott all day. Uh, but he has some shows at the world-famous Punchline. And uh, so great that it stayed around, uh, didn't move to another place. I saw you, I told you before, at the Old Cobbs at Fisherman's Wharf that, right. that you um, featured for Proops <laughs> back in the day. And yeah. some of the jokes, this was, geez, like 1990 maybe? or No, maybe like ninety five. Five. Well, maybe early '90s. I thought it was earlier than that. Wouldn't have been '90 though, but because um, Proops is very well known by then. But I wasn't really doing stand-up okay. at that point. But that was when um, when you said you the gay jokes. You said uh, you know you said I'm gay, and they go, "How long are you going to live?" Yeah, <laughs> and don't buy any green bananas. <laughs> and then the joke about the Kaiser doctor. Yeah, I love that joke. Yeah, I was just thinking about that joke the other day because it still holds true a little bit. Oh my gosh, more um, than ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to really, you know, it's so great when you're starting out. It's so great because you you write so much and you think all of it's good, and you get about two minutes out of it, you know, an hour long rehearsal. Mm-hmm. But it's so fun to get up there, and you have nothing really to worry about because you haven't really picked it as a career yet. Mm-hmm. You're not well for you. Did you during the pandemic? How did you work out your new hour on Zoom or? Outdoor? I was doing a lot of uh, IGTV stuff, and it was great because the audience was very supportive. They were tuning in, they were donating, they were very nice, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my husband became a bit of a cause of celeb through all that. Oh. Uh, and now, when we do a bit of Zoom or a bit of IGTV here, they always ask to see him because uh, he's nice. And it's like Bill Burr's wife. Everybody wants her. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I got um, off the Zoom completely. I do the IGTV a little bit, but it started to take its toll on me a little bit. I started to lose it a bit in March this year. 
I did. I think we all did. The, really? The thing was the, the routine, right? Mm. But yet, if we weren't in the hospital, we really had nothing to complain about. Yeah. I, I always love and said, every generation has their D-Day. This is ours. I'm like, you have DoorDash bringing you <laughs> gourmet food. This yeah. isn't D-Day. Yeah, this is yeah. DoorDash Day. Uh, this is Double D-Day. Well, you know, uh, I think it just felt to me like it wasn't going to end. And, I, and I'm accustomed to, my husband and I are both come to planning ahead, like booking our sure. lives about 12 to 18 months in advance at least. And I had to cancel so many dates and so many tours and so many events. And so, you know, it just, it, there was suddenly nothing in the future to look forward to. But we do have, as a good, as we run out of time, we do have something to look forward to, and that is Scott Capurro. Yes. The world famous punchline right down here on Battery Street, Thursday to Friday to Saturday? I think so. There it is. Yes. Go to, go to punch, sfpunchline.com. Come and have a $17 beer <laughs> with me. Not on me, though. I can't afford your beer, but come, have some, come and have one. Great to see you. Thanks for coming in, my man. Thank you. Nice right. to see you, too. I'm Rick Tittle. Sports on the other side. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> Great way to end the show.